welcome, welcome to the Super Tea Podcast Show. OMG, I'm laughing just off of my last title, Pussy Chronicles. <laughs> it's funny, it's funny, it's funny. But today, really, I want to have a serious conversation with all of my listeners. And I just want you to know that I do have somebody who's going to be accompanying me on my podcast very soon. This is a very, very special person that has some insightful, hilarious things to add to the platform. And, you know, I feel like their opinion needs to be out there for the public. Like, I can't keep it for myself. As much as I want to just be like, it's all mine. No, it's not. It's not. None of it is. Only thing that's mine is what comes from me. And this other individual has their own way of thinking and their own way of talking. And just, you know, I enjoy the company. So I want to share that part with you because I feel like the world needs to hear just some real ass shit you know and they don't need to just hear from my perspective but they need to hear from other people's perspective as well but what I want to talk to a, a talk about today is wounds how important how crucial how critically important it is to deal with your wounds with your hurts with your pains you know the things that you've tucked down the things that you tried to hide the things that you, you know, are told it's okay, you know, it's okay to, to be wounded as long as you are excelling in this way. And listen, I claim total health for myself that is mentally, physically, and spiritually. So I can't have any wounds, you know what I'm saying, that ain't healed properly because that's going to stop my growth in that area. You know what a wound is, a scar is, is it's not healthy tissue you know what I mean it needs to be broken up it needs to so the healthy tissue can be there you know and that's on the physical aspect but on the emotional and the energetic aspect it's the same rules that apply you have to break that shit the fuck up and let me tell you I had some things talk too you know this is why certain I was so attracted to some people and let me tell you as I start unpacking and untucking and I'm still straightening out things within myself but as I started to really really do that type of work on me people that I was attracted to in my wounded stage are no longer even attractive to me it's like oh I was attracted to you because you are a mirror of me I was the one that was just going and being ambitious and doing this and doing that and achieving these different things but I wasn't dealing with the stuff that needed to be dealt with it was so deep like in the roots of the roots of the roots of the roots you ever like dug up a tree man roots go pretty deep for an old tree and I'm an old soul so I had things that needed to be dug the fuck up and I had to tap the fuck within myself and it is tremendous the motherfucking results all I gotta say tremendous now things that I have studied and were just theory are actually reality for me it's fruition for me it is here like touch it see it feel it here it's not just a faith talk anymore so 
I want to encourage you to work paths that, you know, I was attracting so many wounded people and on the surface all oh, they look so good you know what i mean they were loving and they had all these great qualities and they still have these great wonderful qualities great wonderful hearts and this greatness but the wounds stunt their growth in certain areas so they were not actually reaching their full potential as i was also not achieving my full potential because I was being neglectful to myself, you know, pouring so much, so much, so much. And I learned, I learned, I learned so much, you know, especially this last time. It's like I've been pouring into a certain loved one for years. And, you know, people who have interacted with us have their perception, but they haven't been there. They haven't been at the hospitals. They haven't been in other states at hospitals. They haven't been in the courts. They haven't been, you know, getting the bad reports from the hospital. Telling me the illnesses and the things that they, these people encountered. This person rather encountered on their excursions in the streets. You know, they, they haven't been there. You know, I feel like if they... They have, they just haven't, you know, so they just don't know. They can only go off of what they seen and what they seen was a limited perception. You know, it was very limited. It was like, okay, what did you observe over a couple of months versus decades, <laughs> decades, you know, the whole jump the broom thing. I've been there, done that. Way back in the days, like 20 years ago. Has it been 20 years? It has been 20. It has been 20 years. Oh my God, I'm approaching 40. It has been fucking 20 years. 20 fucking years it has been. Oh my God, since I got married for the first time. And it was a poor decision. And it was a horrible marriage. I mean, it wasn't like the worst of the worst. But it was pretty bad. I had to run away quite a few times. And my final escape, I didn't turn back. And I was still very young in my final escape. I was 26 years old. You know? Escaping this horrible marriage with two small, lovely, beautiful children. And then one of my beautiful children ascended to the ancestors. Like, then the first year of my divorce was finalized, I was like, what the fuck? You know, my marriage was creepy in of itself. It was no ceremony. We were in a justice of peace and motherfucker, like, everything in my spirit, I wish I was in tune back then, was trying to pull me the fuck out of that situation. Like, don't do it, don't do it. Like, you're about to enter into a fucking union that's supposed to be sacred, but this person's not sacred. This person is fucking wounded and... They're gonna, their wounds are gonna inflict you and put wounds upon you. And not only put wounds upon you, put wounds upon your child. A lot of my son's behaviors. So now you know my loved one is my son that I've been doing my very best to assist. But a lot of his behaviors were adopted from my husband. It was like my ex husband. It was like seeing and living with him all over again. Well, I tried to assist my son in overcoming his addiction. And I was just like, oh my God, I got free of this. What the fuck? But it showed me. It showed me. 
to how impressive our children are, you know. Um, I thought that, you know, I was doing my best. I was working. I was putting a roof over our heads. I was putting food on the table. And I found the man to be in the household. But I didn't find the right one. You know, I found the wrong one. And I didn't know, you know. I didn't know that he was the wrong one. I thought, okay, he's faithful. He's not cheating, you know. Sure, he has some anger issues. Sure, he got some other issues that he never even told me about and won't even admit to. Now, I, didn't, I was in complete denial of the whole fucking time. Even though, they, I will say it again, I know I've said it before, his sister and niece tried to drop hints. Like, oh, you know, you shouldn't do it because he stole from us. I needed y'all to be clear up and tell me that motherfucker was a straight-ass crackhead. I don't need y'all to be like, oh, he stole from you. Because my David, my first cousin was... Well, shit. I'm putting names. <laughs> I'm too comfortable. <laughs> Just forget we heard that. I know no person named that. But... <laughs> You know, he had a he had a he had a sticky hand situation. I don't think he's ever had a drug situation, you know, which now I'm coming to find out that it's possible that he did at one point in time. But nonetheless, he had a sticky hand situation way before he ever interacted with drugs. So telling me somebody stole something is like telling me like the sky is blue. It's like, okay, they stole something. And I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I still loved my family member who has sticky hands. He has sticky hands since he was a child. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something he developed as an adult. It's just something that he did. And he always got away with the shit. Like, you know, my aunt was like, oh, he's stealing money from me? I still love him. I remember he should steal money and give it to me sometimes. Shit. Shit. But I wasn't, it wasn't good. And when he did give it to me, we got caught because my ass be so excited like oh my god oh my god oh my god I remember I will never forget we was out in field service and you know they were Jehovah Witnesses and they was trying to you know covet me into that and they raised me in that my first years and we were out in field service and I had to be 11 years old maybe and he had to be 9 years old and he had me like 220s and I was like just gave me $40 too like $40 to an 11 year old it had to be what 94 man that was a lot of money <laughs> that was a lot you know I'm a snack like quarter waters was still out 25 cent bag of chips was out like shit I was like about to be snacking for weeks you know I was happy like and he had you know some too I was just like oh I was so excited with it that I let one of the 20s fly out of my my hand. And I should have been quiet. Like, okay, you still got one. You know, be quiet. But I was just like, hell to the no. I ain't gonna let that money just fly away. I was like, hey, money flew out my hand. And then, and then my aunt was like, where the hell you get the money from? And I was like, and she knew. She knew who, who he was, you know. She knew how he was getting down. So... She put two and two together, and we both got our asses whooped, you know, and he, and he never shared with me again, but it's okay. <laughs> I heard the stories, you know, I heard the stories, you know. Um, so, anyway, back to my ex-husband. 
them telling me that shit, telling a 20-year-old that somebody's stealing, a 20-year-old that's from the goddamn on hood, telling me that a black man stole was not telling me anything. <laughs> it's not. I needed details. I needed motherfuckers to be like, this motherfucker smokes crack. Do not marry him. Do not even be with him. He smokes crack. Like, I needed the specific words. But they never gave it to me. And I went through dealing with him as an addict without even realizing he was a fucking addict until afterwards. Afterwards, I put two and two together. Like, wait a minute. He went to a rehab. He told me that he lied to get into the rehab. And I believed him. You know, he was like, they going to give me stuff. So I just went there so I could get stuff so I could help us out. And I believed that shit. I was so fucking naive that I believed it. And then I realized helping my son, like, wait a minute. You can't lie to these motherfuckers. They gonna fucking piss test your ass. The fuck? But that was years later. (laughs) That was decades later. You know what I mean? So going through those things and, and becoming the woman I am today has been a journey. And I got to the point where a lot of my family was just MIA. And most recently, I confronted every last one of them, you know. And I told them how the fuck I felt. And it was pretty good, you know. There was It was like, you know, sorry, niece. We had our own mental issues. <coughs> but we love you. And we're here now. And I was like, that's all the fuck. That's good for me. That is the fuck good for me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want perfection, but communication is key. And all of that stuff is important, you know. But also dealing with your own inner wounds. And I believe at the age of 30 is when I really was like, maybe 31, I was just like, you know what? Enough is enough. I kind of got still and I looked back and I was just like, wait a minute. Shit's been happening fucked up to me before I even came out of the womb. Like, my fucking biological dad was throwing my mother downstairs and shit. What fuck? Like, oh, hell no. This shit got to end. You know? But already three decades of it had accumulated. You know what I mean? So, I had to start unpacking and unpacking and unpacking and unpacking and unpacking and unpacking. And when I thought everything was all unpacked, then I had my son to be a reflection and tell me, well, I'm part of the, the 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 damage too, you know. I had him, and I was just like, "Oh shit, let me help him unpack," you know. And I I, I tried to help him unpack, you know. And I know that I made a very very good um, imprint and impact on him. So now the rest of the work is up to him, and it's in God's hands. And I realized that, and I've said it before, but I felt like God was utilizing me as a conduit, and I had to tell God, I don't want to be used no more. I love him, but don't use me. There's other people, God. There's other people on the planet. Use somebody else. I'm ready to live. You know what I mean? And of course, my life is going to be of service while I'm here on the planet, but it doesn't have to be this painful type of service it doesn't have to be service where it's like I felt like I was forcing goodness you know and it doesn't have to be that you know forcing love you know there there are people who who are ready to accept love and are receptive to love and are receptive to the good vibes and don't want to ignore their pain but have already dealt with their own shit too 
you know so they're just like okay i'm ready to motherfucking live and i'm like uh me too you know but like i said i had to deal with certain wounds you know and when you're smart you're articulate as my son is he's very smart very articulate you know you can make these wonderful excuses and arguments that you could take to a court of law and probably win a case with you know because they're compelling and they they make it good but do it does it make you feel good you know make an excuse for your pain make an excuse of why you have insecurities or you have abandonment issues does it make you feel better it don't make you feel better it can sound great you know make perfect sense but what is it doing for you is it removing that are you dealing with that if you're not dealing with that and removing that you're gonna have issues you're gonna have issues and people may not see your issues but the people closest to you will your children will see the issues the people who interact with you on a daily basis intimately will see the issues and they will respond According to their own level of awareness and their own wounds, you know what I mean? And you will be in a whole pain cycle and just be looking good on the outside, you know? And that's not cool. It ain't cool. All the love is not going to balance it out. It's not your job to balance the pain. It's your, ba- it's your job to look at that shit and unattached from it you know what i'm saying it's not for you to carry around with you like a badge of honor like yeah mm, yeah i know how to hurt and get get better like you're not really better because you're still hurt because you're still making decisions based on that pain you know i had abandonment issues you know i had the abuse situations i had all of that you know, and I had to get to the point where I was on the ground this last time because I was just like, okay, I'm done. I got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm done. And then I felt like God tested me. Are you really done? Let's see. <laughs> it threw me a curveball. You know, son seems to be doing, taking steps in the right direction. What you going to do? I should have just stood the fuck back. <laughs> I would have had a lot. I would have. My car would have been fixed. <laughs> I wouldn't have this dog. Even though I love the dog. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't have it. You know, the dog was costly. I paid for her. She was not free. I had to pay for her. Then I had to pay for some of her stuff. And I had my aunt help me with some of her stuff, you know. But I had already put at least $400 worth of things into her. And that was not on top of paying for her and then paying for her to get up here, you know, because her price was one price, you know, but then I paid gas money for the Florida trip and not the whole entire gas money, but I contributed with the other people who was purchasing dogs from this lovely sister. So long story short, I put out a lot of money for that dog I put out money traveling seeing him in the course of these last few months from January I believe he went into the hospital going back and forth you know bringing food taking cabs he ended up at one facility that was like two hours away well was it two two hours on public transportation which I never took the public transportation I gratefully 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 had the finance at that point in time to take ubers but the ubers was like 
a hundred and something dollars. You know what I mean? And I'm not with an income right now. So, you know, it was it was hard. 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 But I needed to go through that. I needed to go through that to get to where I'm at now. Because after going through all of that, I was just like, okay, it's good. We're on a new page. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. And then he went back out and started doing drugs again. And I was like, oh, hell to the no. I just like put... I don't even know where the stuff came, where the money came from, okay, but it came, God, God, God got it to me, and there were things I needed to do for me, but I didn't even, I wasn't even able to do the things for me, I started them, like, I started to go to physical therapy, see this, um, chiropractor, that was, like, five grand for the therapy, I started this stuff, you know, I did the initial setup for the other appointment, and then couldn't even get to it. It was like $300 down a freaking drain, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know, so stressed between the, the hospitals and stuff, I'm emotional spending, I just spent $600 in the goddamn going for a weekend in a hotel, in the Marriott and shit, like, because I had to just remind myself, I needed to surround myself of what the fuck I am, you know, I had to be in some luxurious shit, and... I realized afterwards, like, you was emotionally spending, Takara, because you're dealing with so much. Trying your best to put this individual to where they need to be, when in reality, you need to let God do it, you know? And be very specific with God, like, hey, God, I know you got this. Don't use me in this situation no more, though. <laughs> Look, God, there are billions of people on the planet. Use some of your other people, God. Like, use me for something different. <laughs> not this. Not this. Not this. Not this. I had to just be honest and real, you know. It was painful and it was, you know, he would, in his, in his disease, you know, which I speak victory for him. But in his disease state, oh my gosh, he would attack me. He would verbally attack me. He would energetically attack me. He would emotionally fucking attack me in my home. In my home. And I would have to fight the fuck back, you know? And it wasn't pretty. It was not pretty. It wasn't pretty, but it was necessary. It was so necessary because I was just love. I just I love, 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 love him. And I just want it. Him to just be right, you know. But I had to. Tr I'm at a point now where the trust and the faith is like astounding. Cause it's like I know he is. I know what I poured into him. I know, I've poured less into others, and it has impacted them so much. And they are doing so well with from our conversations we had from years and years and years ago. They still remember. When I was feeding them corn dogs and stuff when they were little boys. And now these, these men are grown men, you know. I've always been who I am. Even in the midst of the, the abuse and the trauma, I still was who I am. But it was like, I'm not my best. You know, I'm, I'm giving yes and I'm kind and I'm doing all these things. But I'm wounded. And when I was wounded, it prevented me from becoming my best. So I had to deal with my wounds. I had to look at these wounds. I had to say no. I had to set up boundaries. No, 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 no. I don't care. Listen, I get a call. Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing fine. I just graduated 
a program. Listen, you have to take that program all the way, baby. That program's going to have to help you get housing. That program's going to have to help you get your apartment. That program's going to have to help you get into school. Like, that program's going to have to do what it's supposed to do. You know, help you really with your life going forward. I am always going to be a cheerleader. Always praying. Always rooting him along. But I cannot afford any more of my time. Like, you know, I want to have some more kids. I, wanna st- I still have my own desires. And I'm still young enough to realize them. And I am. Oh, I am. Oh, I am. I am. I am. I am realizing everything that I desire in this lifetime, baby. And I wish the same for you guys. When I decide to ascend, because I know it's going to be a decision, because I know that I'm a tool. I know I see the impact. I see the influence. I see the results of when I am feeling my best. I see it. I see how it impacts myself. I see how it impacts others without me even having a conversation. I don't, we don't have to talk. We don't have to have a conversation because it's the vibrations that are coming from me. When I am in tune with my higher self, when I am in tune with who I truly am, which is not the pain. The pain is not my identity. I do not identify with pain. It was something that had happened that I dealt with the best way I knew how to deal with, which was tucking and just continuing to move forward until I realized, oh, no, it can pop up anytime. So I have to deal with it heads on to I let it know. Listen, I don't identify with you. You're not me. I am not this horrible feeling. I'm just a human being. And, well, I'm more than a human being, but I am, because I am a human being, I feel this way. If I wasn't a human being, I wouldn't even feel this fucking shit. <laughs> like, I really would. If I was pure energy, pure spiritual energy, just flowing through the universe, invisible, I have these fucking human feelings, but I love being a human. You know, I love this experience because... One thing I love to do is eat. Taste buds are fucking phenomenal. You know what I mean? So, that's a plus. You know? And every now and then, you know? I may get a little pleasure going on. That's a plus. You know? And just to have the joy and just to just to do what I'm here to fucking do actually feels fucking good. Feels fucking great. So, I want to encourage my listeners to deal with their motherfucking wounds. Deal with your wounds. I had a friend of mine who I didn't even, I mean, I knew she had some things to deal with. <coughs> it was obvious. But, you know, I've been trying to, to be a support. And I, I feel like I really have to, it, it felt good, you know, our our little last conversation. Because it was like, okay, we don't, we two heads are better than one. We gotta come together. We gotta get this shit done. But it's like, are, have have as she dealt with her wounds? She's dealing with her wounds, but has she dealt with her wounds? And and can I really afford to open up my space to someone who is still wounded? I really can't. You know, I really gotta open up my space to people who are not wounded. You know, not that they've never been wounded, but it's one thing to have been wounded and to still be wounded. It's different. You know, it's different when you have dealt with your pain and you have stuffed it in 
just been dealing with life, you know, or what they want you to consider to be life. You know, it's easy to get caught in that whirlwind. Shit, I was in it yesterday. I was like, okay, I'm out. I'm going here. I'm about to get this gig and I'm about to do this and I'm about to do that. And guy was like, no, you're not. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm going to do it because it's easy. And the guy was like, you're not going to do it anxious. You're not going to do it stressing. You're not. That's not how you're going to do it. And when you do do it. You're going to do it because that's what you want to do. You're going to do it in a timely way. You're going to do it moving with the right energy so that when you do step through those doors and you do make your request, you do get what the hell you request. You're not going to do it in desperation. No, 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 no. Do you remember who you are? Like I had to sit my ass down and I was like, oh, okay, God. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but what about these things, you know? What about these, these human things? And God is like, I am your supply. I've been supplying you. The whole motherfucking world. So you, you don't got to figure this shit the fuck out. All you got to do is line the fuck up. And I'm like, oh, you right, though? Because that's how, that's how I got to do these other great things, you know, lining myself up. But I didn't completely jump into it i might have financially completely jumped into my cafe but was i completely into it no part of me was on call for my son (laughs) part of me was on call to to be rescue mom you know and to to show him different things like okay got a little bit of money now let's go do stuff you know and you know i had i had choices i had decision where god was god gave me to do like okay you can do this or you could do that you know and I let my human mind rationalize okay well sure I got enough money to put down for a house but and cover my mortgage for a few years without even punching nobody clock but if I do that what's gonna happen after a few years you know um I should get something that's gonna bring in income you know instead of just dishing out you know I never wanted to to come back to the rat race, but hey, I'm back to the rat race. But the only thing is that I'm not racing, you know. I am navigating, and I'm navigating easily, you know, on the highways and byways. And it feels good, you know, because I'm doing my work, I'm being brutally honest with myself and others, you know. I am protecting myself, protecting my space, loving myself, and loving others, and receiving love in return, and really lining people up with opportunities that can change their fucking lives, you know, and being true to me, you know, and being able to say no, and being able to evaluate me. And be like, what the fuck inside of me attracted me to that motherfucking mess? (laughs) And thank you, God, for loving me so freaking much that you protected me. And 
let me know that it is fucking awesome to be your authentic self. And the motherfuckers that don't accept that shit or have issues with that shit, that's their own motherfucking problem. It ain't mine. I won't stop my shine. My shine is too crucial for me, too critical for me, too vital for me, and too vital, crucial, and critical for the motherfucking world. Like, I, I, I can't do nothing but rise. That's what I'm here to do. So that's what I'm doing, people. But it took me to deal with my wounds, wounds that were tucked in crevices that I didn't even realize still existed. And as I dealt with those wounds and as I was brutally honest and surrendered to my highest self, my highest power, the divinity within me, the God within me, the goddess within me, life has been just fucking flowing, you know. Like you know You get the impulse And you follow the impulse If you don't think about it Don't think about it too much now And that's coming from an overthinker Okay Don't think about it too much You're going to get that feeling You're going to get that impulse Ride with it <clears throat> But also make a decision Don't just Don't just let impulses push you You know what I mean Because energy is coming from all different type of places And you know that it's God By the way it feels and by the motherfucking results, you know. When God is in the mix, you know it. You know it. So I just want to encourage you to deal with your wounds. Deal with your wounds and shop. God damn it. Shop on my god dang on links. Press the god dang on links. Stop being shy. Acting like y'all can't press the links. Don't let your pride get in the way. Even if you don't like the shit. Just 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 be supportive, god dang it. <laughs> No, only buy it if you like it. <laughs> Find something that you can utilize. I have cups. I have masks. I have workout gear for men and women. You know? I even have some stuff for some little girls on there. Some children. So, if you, you know, like different items and you want to support a brand that stands for something. I stand for something. And uh, I just... I want to get a shout out. I want to give a shout out to the CEO. I think her name is Pinky. And it ain't that Pinky that's, that be, it might be the same Pinky. I don't think it's the same Pinky. No, that Pinky light skin. All right, it's not the porn Pinky. It's the Pinky of Slutty Vegan. And she is doing some shit. This sister is doing some things, you know? And I've heard of Slutty Vegan before, you know, but I didn't really like get, 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 get. But she blowing up to that point. She on that wavelength of positivity. You know what I'm saying? She's pushing something that is healthy. And it's positive. And she being a philanthropist at the same time. And she got this nice lovely family. And she just got this freaking. Yo, she got a little, a little baby mountain Everest on her freaking ring finger. From her lovely boo. You know? And... I was just, I just seen some of her accomplishments and 
disconnected and I was just like wow this sister is doing it you know her advice just hit my soul hit my spirit she's like you just just keep on doing what you do you don't stop because people got opinions you know what's in your heart it's in your soul to do certain things you just do it you just keep on doing it it's going to add up it's going to come together don't don't be so caught up into what other motherfuckers got to say about what the hell is on your spirit and your heart to do. And I'm just like, yes. And she's making a freaking billion dollar brand. And let me tell you something about billion dollar brands. They're not easy. And they're not made the fuck overnight. They're not made in a year. They're not made in two years. They're made in consistency and passion and in precision in execution that's what they are made in what are billion dollar brands that we know nowadays what are the challenges that they faced back then if you're building a billion dollar brand you gonna face <laughs> you gonna face some shit man of course, like Beyonce say of course shit goes down when there's a billion dollars in the elevator what the fuck you understand what that means that's that that's current that currency reflects from what the fuck is within a person and what's within their brand what's within the people that they <clears throat> connect with and who are part of their brand and who is working their brand that billion dollars ain't shit without that person because that person is what is adding the value and who is the currency and who is growing the currency. It's that, it's that soul. And all the souls involved. In the successful accomplishment of it. It is not. These. Fiat dollars. Debt dollars. That ain't backed up by no gold. They don't need to back it up by gold. Because it's the people. It's the souls that back it up. The fuck up. That's what brings the value to the motherfucking American dollar. And to any dollars, any currency, anywhere in the fucking world. But I don't want to get too metaphysical on your asses. Because y'all, y'all may not be ready for that. But luckily, I can speak freely. And I am speaking freely. Because I have no vows, no oaths of secrecy. The sacred is always going to be sacred. But the truth will set you the fuck free and it has set me free and I hope to see you all free so we can freely cultivate paradise okay we can freely cultivate new businesses such as Letty Feekin with her multiple motherfucking restaurants in Georgia Bay B if you don't know get to some holy motherfucking ground and do some holy shit now you may be stationed somewhere else to shine your light bright and I shine it, shine it, shine it, shine it. But if your light is getting attacked, I advise you to align your light with other lights where there ain't no motherfucking attacks. Or the attacks are less. Or the attacks are like soft wind blowing because there's so many light brights together working towards the same purpose. In different unique ways that the negativity can't even touch it. It's just a breeze, like 
just a breeze, just a just wind. You felt wind before, you know. That's all it is. Position yourself. We are not grounded to stay in one spot. If you're in a spot and everything is working wonderful and beautiful for you, good for you. But if you're in a spot and it's not, align yourself with people where it is. And protect yourself. Protect your peace. Protect your spirit. Protect your mind. Be conscious of what you feed your mind. What you watch on TV. What you listen to on the radio. All of that feeds your subconscious. Be conscious of it. Just because it got a nice beat. Don't be like, oh, that's my shit. Listen to the motherfucking lyrics. What are you What are you agreeing to for yourself? What are you agreeing to for your soul? You, you might be in pain. You might identify with some shit. But that ain't who you are. That's not your identity. You are not your pain. So don't be affirming that shit to a nice beat. As if that's who the fuck you is. Because it's not. You are so much the fuck more. Deal with your wounds. Deal with them. I don't I can't tell you how to deal with them. Prayer. Meditation. Church. Therapy. I can't tell you how. But I can tell you what. Only you know what's going to be the best way for you to deal with them. But take it. Take it from a sister with experience and with wisdom and with love. That it is critical for you to deal with it. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Super Tea Podcast Show. Take care and be well.